are listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training. Welcome to the Gospel Project for Adults Leader Training Podcast. This is Daniel Davis, the team leader for the Gospel Project for Adults. It's my joy to be able to welcome you back to these podcasts. Sadly, not been able to produce them for a while, but now that we're getting into the fall, looking forward to making them available again. It is my hope that these podcasts will be valuable and helpful for you as leaders in preparation and in considering how you're going to teach and structure your group time. And perhaps even others who are not leaders will be listening to these, and I hope they'll be helpful for you as well. This week, we are beginning Volume 5, From Rebellion to Exile. And this week particularly, we are starting Unit 13, which is titled, Your Passions Wage War Within You. This unit as a whole is going to have a look at how idolatry figures into the life of Israel and Judah, the divided kingdom. And so as we get into this session, you'll notice very quickly that idolatry figures quite heavily. So in this session, Unit 13, Session 1, We are looking at Jeroboam's Compromise. By way of structure for these podcasts, I plan to do so in the sense of addressing the context of each session, some particular facet of the curriculum, how it might be used, maybe something you can consider how to use better in sessions going forward, and also specifically how this session helps us see Christ in a better way. So by way of context for this session, titled Jeroboam's Compromise, a bit of summary as we recall what happened at the end of Volume 4. At some point in Solomon's wise reign over Israel, he succumbed to foolishness and made the choice to set up and worship idols throughout his kingdom. Idols that largely came into influence in Israel because of his many foreign wives, which was, again, a foolish choice that he had made at some point over his tenure as king. God had declared that he would humble David's descendants when they did not do what was right in his eyes. For Solomon, this discipline took the form of war, both within and without the kingdom. But succeeding generations would suffer from a divided kingdom. So at conclusion of Solomon's life, when his son Rehoboam became king, He made a foolish decision, which resulted in the division of the kingdom, northern kingdom of Israel, southern kingdom of Judah. The kingdom of Judah remained in Rehoboam's hands, but the Lord raised up Jeroboam as king over Israel. And now that Jeroboam had this position as king, he had a responsibility to lead the people to obey God and to enjoy his favor. But instead of doing so, instead of listening to the God who had raised him up, installed him as king, worked out the circumstances so that that would happen, instead of listening and fearing God, he chose to fear his own people. He reasoned as the part of point one that we'll get into. He reasoned that if the people continued to worship in Jerusalem, which would be appropriate since that was the place that God had set up for his own worship, If the people continued to worship in Jerusalem, 
then he figured they would eventually return to the king over Judah and in turn turn around and kill him. So out of fear, he ends up setting up a counterfeit religion entirely. This is his solution that we look at in point two. And then in point three, we'll see how God addresses some of that with his judgment as being foretold against Israel for their idolatry. So as a part of point two, addressing the counterfeit religion that Jeroboam sets up, if you have the leader pack available, I would encourage you to make use of pack item two, the divided kingdom map. On that map, there are handy references to identify Dan and Bethel, which are functionally the northern boundary and the southern boundary of the kingdom. It's in those places the scripture points out that Jeroboam had two golden calves, which such sound familiar from the time of the Exodus, two golden calves constructed, one placed in Dan, one placed in Bethel, as a way to keep his people in his nation instead of going to Jerusalem to worship the Lord there in the temple. He set up these calves as the gods of the people. Again, this all illustrates the fact that this is a counterfeit religion along with some other things that are identified in the passage. This counterfeit religion meant to keep his people under his sway instead of going back to what would have been true, what would have been faithful to the God who had raised him up to the throne. And it's in this counterfeit religion that we see how Christ is connected to all this, how this illustrates our Christ connection for us. So because of sin, I, the human heart is corrupt. And, and we are constantly tempted away from the one true God. This is true as an, on an individual level. It's also true on a communal level. This nation of Israel was swayed away from the worship of God by the counterfeit religion that Jeroboam raised up out of his own fear. Counterfeit religions are all around us. Some may even masking themselves as no religion at all. But they all distract us from the worship and glory of the one true God, which we now see through the New Testament has been revealed completely and ultimately through his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus came so that we might be given a new heart, a heart of flesh rather than one of stone that's been solidified by our sin. And he came to do that, he came to change our hearts so that we would be able to love and obey God from a heart that is submissive and loving towards our Father. Jesus is the true king who gave his life as a sacrifice and was judged in our place so that we might be forgiven of our rebellion against God. Whereas Jeroboam, out of fear, sets up a religion to keep people constrained and under his authority, Jesus laid down his life to free us from that, to free us from that fear of man, to free us from the fear of judgment, from sin, so that we can look upon Jesus as the one true king that we need and worship him with all that we are. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. 
For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.